Wrestling fans, promoters, wrestlers, and anyone who enjoys pro wrestling now have something new to be excited about. The Wrestling Fans International Association, the WFIA, is back. WFIA is an association that exists to promote, grow, and support professional wrestling throughout the world. Membership is free. Your membership includes a free digital bi-monthly publication of the Wrestling Fan News newsletter, association updates, voting privileges, and much more. Please go to thewfia.org, that's T-H-E-W-F-I-A.org, and become a member today. Did you ever wonder what could have been with the AWA had things gone differently? Had their fortunes gone differently? Had certain wrestlers not left and perhaps more money would have been at the disposal of the Ganyas? Well, wonder no further. You can go to Brad Drake's YouTube channel and experience the 1987 Supermod for yourself. As Brad Drake starts off in May 1987, along with Greg Ganya, Baron Von Rotschke, Vern Ganya himself, Nick Bockwinkle, Larry Zabisco, Kurt Hennig, and a slew of others as he plays and saves the AWA. well-known son of Big John Stud. This is Bumps and Thumps with Brian Ferguson. Folks, I want to introduce Mr. Sean Minton. Thought, thanks for coming on today. Woo, look at hey, it's my, Brian, it's my pleasure, man. I really appreciate it. I really do. I got to tell you, and we talked a little bit, you look just like your dad. I have an action figure. I know you can't see it very good. It's on the side wall over here, but when you first came on, I had to do a double take and make sure, uh, you know, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, well, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I want thank, yeah, I appreciate I want to thank you again for coming on. I know you're a busy man. But I want, Sean, if we could talk a little bit about growing up. I know, unfortunately, your dad passed in 1995. Uh, you're pretty young then. Um, do you have any memories of your dad? Let's talk a little oh, bit about just, about just growing up a little bit and and how how you grew up and everything and, and schooling and things like that. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, so, you know, growing up, um, I do have a few memories with my dad, you know, going around in his uh, old Lincoln. He had a big Lincoln green. It was uh, it was nice. I remember riding around the riding around Burke with him with, uh, and that and stuff. And then, you know, I remember – um, going to a like, I think he was scouting some uh, like some pro wrestling. I remember going to a show with him, and then you know, obviously, I remember his funeral and stuff. And and um, growing up, you know, I'll be honest, it was, I guess, as a kid, you don't really understand it. You know, you you, you don't really, I guess, you don't really start to grasp that he was a famous pro wrestler until you're like, you know, 10, 11, 12. Like, I was really into wrestling, I knew my dad was a you know, big time wrestler. I just didn't know how big he actually was until, you know, back then in the nineties, we didn't have, I mean, yeah, you had the internet and stuff, but you didn't have the network and all this and right. all this footage that they add now. I didn't even know existed. So like, I didn't, you know, my dad's career started in 1972, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't know, you know, for all I knew, it's yeah. five years old, you know, I didn't know any of that stuff. And, um, yeah. 
So it was really cool growing up with that. Like all my neighbors, dad, you know, everyone thought it was the coolest thing. Like all the teachers in high school, my dad did a, spoke at a lot of high schools around here. So when I was getting into that middle school, high school age, a lot of those teachers that were teaching back in the eighties, when my dad was giving those talks and stuff were still there. Mm -hmm. So they all, you know, would come up to me and just tell me how cool it was, yada, yada, yada. I mean, it, it was cool. It was, it was, uh, I'll say really in the, in the social, I think that's when I realized how cool and how, you know, my dad had some, like, he was the perfect bad guy wrestler. When you think about it, he was big, had the perfect look, you know, yeah, jacked, big chest, you know, Andre, the real threat to Andre, a threat to Hogan. You know, he was a legitimate yeah. bad guy. He was, I mean, if you, you know, told uh, someone to draw what a wrestler would look like, I'm sure he'd have a lot of the trait, you know, big beard, blonde hair, little yeah. you know, chain around the neck. You know, my dad had, he had some swag on it. I, I really started, you know, yeah. in this new, like, the last 10 years since the WWE Network came out and, so, and social media really exploded, I've been seeing mm -hmm. pictures and, and um, footage I've never seen before. And it's just... You know, like yeah. the WrestleMania two uh, press conference that they did before it. You know, I'm sure we had we had all those VHSs and stuff. I'm sure we had that somewhere, but it's you know just seeing it like yeah. right in front of you on the screen and like you know my dad had the you know just look <laughs> look like how a wrestler should look. That's what I'll say. Yeah, yeah. Your dad, I tell you, I watched the match. It was yesterday uh, when he and Bob Backlund. This was back in 83. Yeah. I just watched it. It was a title yeah. match, right? A title it was match? a title match, yeah. and the bell rang. Of course, he, Bob was in this in your dad's submission hold, and so your dad thought he won the title. And, of course, conveniently, it was the timer's yeah. time expired. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, I've seen your dad uh, so much when I was a little uh, I just remember him, and he was huge. I mean, he was legit. Uh, and I just remember how big he was. I mean, I never saw him in person, per se, but when he stood next to everybody else, when he was on either in the ring or doing an interview, I mean, he was – he looked like Andre the Giant, basically, when Andre the Giant wasn't there as far as height and thickness. Yeah. And it, it's you just – yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, we have, I have his robe and his tights and stuff. And when I hold his tights up, you know, they'll come up. I'm not kidding. They come up to almost my chest when they're, wow. and, and they're touching the floor. It's, yeah. I think a lot of people forget, you know, Andre and my dad, they were so big, you know, they, they were just larger than life characters. I mean, I mean, mm -hmm. and then, but they're larger than life in, in, in actuality as well, you know? And uh, yeah, you know, sometimes I forget, you know, I'm six, six and my dad was about six ten. So, you know, I, as big, and he was about 60 pounds heavier, solid muscle, you know? Yeah. So yeah. It, 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 I mean, when I think I'm big, I just think about, yeah. You know, how big, like how I would feel standing next to my dad, you know? Yeah, yeah and he's bigger than you still. Yeah, and you're six that, six. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. Like I've worn yeah. his when I was wrestling, I'd wear his robe and um 
you know, I could not, I didn't fill it out like how my dad did. You know, my dad wore it fairly tight. It didn't really tie around his chest, you know? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about that. You getting into the business. So I did some little research. I understand you you did some wrestling. Who trained you and and, uh, how did... How did that go for you? Yeah, so I got into the business in 2014. You know, I'll say when I was about 20 years old, 2010, I was um, you know, I was going to school, going to college, and it wasn't really, I just wasn't, just wasn't really, wasn't my thing. And I, I was kind of drifting around, and I went to a, uh, um, I went to SmackDown came into town, so I went to a show with all my buddies, and I was like, you know, I could give, I could definitely give this a shot, and. Um, so that was long. Fast forward a couple of years, I met Booker T at an independent show. Okay. Uh, and and uh, the company was called MCW. It's in Baltimore, Maryland. And mm-hmm. so I met Booker T there, and he basically came up to me. He's like, "You want to get in the business or what, kid?" And I moved out. You know, a couple of months later, on my twenty fourth birthday, moved out to Houston, Texas, and uh, that's where I was trained by Booker T. So awesome at his school, Reality of Wrestling. Yeah, that was a big, you know, moving out west. Really, t- wrestling in Texas is still pretty old school. You know, yeah. a lot of companies. It's very. Um, it's not a commission state, so you know you can, re- yeah. you can wrestle in a bar next to a horse stable. You know, like, <laughs> it, it's it's pretty wild out there, and I loved it. I. I'll be honest. When I lived in Texas, that was probably the most fun I was having. I mean, I was a I was working as a bouncer on the weekends and just training at Booker T School all week, and uh, it was good times. There's a lot of good guys there. Like the uh, he's had a lot. Some of his students now, you know, Roxanne Perez. She's the uh, NXT Women's yeah. Champion. Yeah, came through there. They have a lot of. Uh, Gino Medina, Gino Medina, Ryan Davidson, uh, this buddy, my buddy Kiefer Bartek, he actually runs a company called New Texas Pro Wrestling. They're doing, they're pretty big on the indie scene, and uh, a lot of people that that went through Booker's are going on to do pretty big things right now. So, you know, I like I said, I'm always itching to get back in the ring. I'm pretty big right now. I'm about three fifteen, so I'm yeah. So you know, it's always on the mind, but uh. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so when you when you after you got trained by Booker, did you go to a a, a, a promotion? Did you go to so, an indie for a while? Or? Yeah. So I hit the indies really hard. I moved back to the East Coast, and I just um, I was ba- you know I'm based right out of Washington D.C. in Northern Virginia, mm-hmm. and I went all up and down the East Coast, and then a lot of company. There's a few companies that were fl- you know I was going back to Texas every month. I was going out to Oregon every month. There's a lot of companies over the throughout the country that were flying me out there every month. And okay. Texas, the Northeast for wrestling is very, you know, unlike you know Texas, you can drive 12 hours. You know, you're in the middle of the desert somewhere. Whereas, like you know, the Northeast, you drive five hours from where I'm at. You go five hours north, you're in New York City. Five hours south, you're down in North South Carolina. You know, there's a, mm-hmm. there's tons of wrestling in between that. So. I really hit the indies hard. The company Maryland Championship Wrestling—they're based out of Baltimore and Maryland. They really took me under their wing, and um, that's kind of they. That's I did a lot of work for them, and uh, okay. yeah, it was good times. And then I did a, you know, I 
did a loop with the WWE as just like a, as a rosebud, you know, they, they'll put you on a four day loop with them just to kind of see how it works. And I'll tell you, it was, it was good. It was, it was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, the, uh, that's kind of where it went. And then, you know, come 2020, that's COVID hit. And then I ran into, I had some random seizures actually. And that knocked oh, me out for about, I'd say until last summer, so almost, you know, about two years, it knocked me out wow. the, okay. where I couldn't work out or anything. So that's kind of what stopped yeah. me cold. And um, yeah, but now that I'm able, like I'm back, I've been back in the gym now for about six months, and everything's going well. I, uh, you know, like Good. I said, it's always on the mind. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's 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 awesome. So when you were wrestling on these indies, did you uh, did you get any uh, championships or you know some of those? Indies, they have some you know, oh, yeah, titles. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Like, the company MCW, I was their heavyweight champ. Okay. And, um, I had some awesome – I I had some really good matches. Through MCW, I wrestled Ryback. I wrestled okay. – uh, I, I wrestled a lot of former WWE guys. It was That was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then a lot of these companies, you know, I came in as the heel. So a lot of the times I'd come in and just feud with the title, hold, the title holder yeah. – and you know, not for the payoff or the payoff, I wouldn't end up winning, but it would be great. Yeah, that's kind of that's what that mo was, you know, come in here, kind of building the story. Exactly, yeah, exactly. And then, um, yeah, and then you know, out in Texas, I had some good at reality wrestling. I never, I was in a few of their title matches, never got the title, but they put me in some really good stories out there. So, some, okay. uh, yeah, I had cool. some, um. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, let me, I mean, you were trained by Booker T. You wrestled a lot of former WWE stars. You're a second generation guy. My question is, and, and did you ever, did they ever compare you to your dad? Because a lot of guys do, unfortunately. And, you know, there's there's a few that rise up you know yeah, yeah, uh, yeah but i didn't know if you know sometimes like you said you did the four the four day wwe loop thing sometimes there's a lot of pressure on you to do that to you're not john stud you're sean yeah probably stud yeah, then exactly yeah no i think you know i had a few years there where i was probably my own worst enemy comparing myself yeah. to my dad and i think when i was going through that you know it was about two or three years after I got into wrestling, you know, sometimes you can become your, own, you know, the the toughest critic on yourself. And I was really mm-hmm. starting to get in my own head and it was affecting my matches and stuff. And I think, you know, that went right into COVID and all that when I, and then I had health issues. So I do, you know, obviously the goal was always to get into WWE, you know, and um, right. the, uh, I think, like I said, being my dad's, you know, my dad was a huge guy, you know, 6'10". He was larger than life. He definitely cast a huge shadow. And that was, Mm -hmm. that was a little tough. You know, some of the guys, when you look at second generation guys who've really gone far, not all of them, you know, Cody Rhodes, his dad, Dusty, obviously he was, you know, Dusty Rhodes was huge. You know, but the thing is, he was actually... 
he was huge down south and in like WCW. You know, he wasn't right. that big in WWF. Then you look at like Randy Orton and his, you know, Cowboy Bob Orton. Yeah. He was, you know, my dad was a little bit. Lo- I'm not trying to take anything. No, go ahead. You know, not want to take away from Cowboy Bob Orton, but I think my dad was a little bit of a larger star, you know? Had the WrestleMania matches, you know? Yeah. Um, so his the shadow wasn't necessarily as big, but again, that doesn't have anything to you're you're gonna sink or right. swim regardless, you know. Right, you? right. So some guys can overcome it and say, "Hey, I am Sean Stud." Exactly. I'm not I'm not my dad, Big John Stud, but you know I'll take his attributes, whatever I need, exactly. and I'll add to that. Yeah, and you know, I'll be honest. Now, the mindset I had, you know, you get in your own head after having those seizures and almost dying, pretty much. Oh my really, gosh, sorry to hear that. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it was the worst for my wife. I yeah. don't know. Well, it, yeah. it happened in my sleep, but my wife, or uh, you know, that <laughs> I tell you, you know, after going through that, it really mm-hmm. gives you a different mindset. And uh, yeah, you know. It, if I do get back into wrestling, I don't think I'll suffer with that issue trying to get out of my dad's shadow. You know, I, I kind of understand now what, what he, what, you know, my dad was a legend in the industry. You know, he was one of the guys that got WWF to that global position with Hulk on Roddy Piper, all those. And, you know, he'll always, I guess I've come to terms that, you know, I may not ever be able to surpass what he's done, but you, always leave your own mark in your own way Uh, hello everyone this is brian ferguson the host of bumps and thumps the talk of wrestling i want to tell you about a new podcast out called fouls count anywhere it is a classic pro wrestling podcast that brings you the legends of wrestling with true wrestling fans chris DiCarlo and charlie turner they bring on guests that are legends in this business as well as wrestlers of today promoters referees you name it they have them on there folks and i encourage you to listen to them if you're on youtube watch them they drop every saturday they have their podcast they drop it in the afternoon so look forward to that podcast coming out falls count anywhere podcast with chris DiCarlo and charlie turner folks you will not be disappointed i guarantee it and enjoy the podcast you bet. No, you're still pretty young. I mean, you got opportunity. You got time and opportunity left. Don't. No. I mean, yeah, exactly. You're I'm thirty. Old. What? Thirty-one years old. Thirty-two. Yeah. I'm still. Thirty-two. I got plenty left in the tank. Yeah, you got plenty left in the tank. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cody Rhodes had to do his second run. You know, he went. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, he had to find himself, and he's back. So you know what? And you're big enough. I could see you've been working out. I could just tell looking at you. Oh yeah, uh, but you're you're a big, you're going to be a force to reckon with. A couple more questions. It. I appreciate. Yeah, you bet. No problem. That's I the love truth. Doing, I love doing. I could. You know, this is what the thing is. I can't do it all this stuff. Like, so I run my own landscaping business. It's great. Uh-huh. You know, it's fun. Yada yada yada. It'll never beat doing stuff like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like doing yeah. the podcast, all this stuff. Yeah. Tough, yeah. Man. No. Yeah. I pre- I appreciate it. Oh, I'm glad you came up. When you were wrestling, let me ask you this yeah. prior to the COVID stuff. Did you have anybody that you just enjoyed working with 
either as an opponent or as a tag team partner that you just said, you know what, you and I just click. Yeah, no, dude. So my buddy Gino, he's out. He was from Booker T school. He he's mm-hmm. been in MLW for a while. He was a pretty, you know, he's mm-hmm. he's still finding his way. But I, you're gonna see him in one of the big companies. But my buddy Gino, he and I, the matches I would have with him were incredible. Then, um, you know, we we were really good friends outside of the ring. So sometimes, yeah. when we're good friends outside of the ring. You can just really flow and go inside mm-hmm. the ring. Um, and then. At MCW, the guy, R.J. Meyer, he wrestled under the name The Bruiser. He actually passed away of cancer a couple of years ago, about oh, two years ago. Geez. But he's who I won the belt from out there. And we and we had like a, a six-month-long feud. And that was a lot of fun. You know, we did the mat. We had hardcore matches. We did everything. Oh, yeah. you know, we got wow. speared. I got speared off the stage. Choke slammed him off the stage. Like, we did it all, you know. <laughs> that stuff you just can't beat it and then uh yeah. one more my buddy terrell tempo he uh he that was probably my best that was out at reality wrestling booker t school and that feud that we had that was like my first um my first feud my first you know storyline i was put in okay and that was a lot of fun you know he was that this guy terrell tempo he's good he's a texas boy he's yeah yeah he's a he's a stud too so we uh we, awesome. we tore it down you know those yeah. most of those matches are on youtube you can find okay them. Uh, all a right lot of them, yeah yeah go ahead go ahead i was gonna say a lot of my matches you know those they're you have to find those separate independent companies to find them and even i it's hard to yeah 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 it can be challenging sometimes when you're trying to find stuff if it's uh not a, a very you know popular trend thing going on youtube so yeah i understand that so let me ask you this you, you're married i see um how's that gonna uh you know that's a challenging lifestyle if you're gonna get back into the ring traveling yeah you know that's why <laughs> if i do decide to get back into it it's got to be uh it's it's if I go back into wrestling, it's going to be for a tryout to go to WWE and just go right into the into the machine. Because uh, you know, yeah. being married, we have a we have a baby on the way. You know, you got to oh, congratulations! Thank you, I appreciate that. But the biggest thing is money. You know, <laughs> so oh yeah, yeah. And not saying, not saying I wouldn't. You know, that doesn't mean I won't go back on the indies in the future. But this time to to get back into doing it full time, you know, the Indies is a grind and you're on the road, yeah. you know, yeah. instead of being on the road during the week, you're just on the road all weekend. And yeah, it's obviously not, you know, you're doing it more to pay your dues. And, and um, yeah. Yeah. So I guess, you know, luckily with my dad being who he was, when I feel, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm working out again. I'm, it's been about six months that I've, since I've been able to get back into the gym Mm-hmm. Once I, if I feel like I'm in good enough shape, you know, we can reach out to the WWE and they'll, you know, one of the things that you are lucky being a legacy is that they'll always give you a look, you know, they'll always pull you down for a try. Yeah. If it's up to you to. <laughs> right. To take the ball and run. But, um, yeah. but yeah, so for the, you know, 
I, I, I've thought about it a lot. I talk with my, my older brother, you know, we talk about it all the time. We love, we, you know, pro wrestling is a big part of our lives. Like we've, yeah, yeah. It. I watch it, like seeing all the, all the um, stuff that you have on your walls behind you. I'm like looking at the, I mean, that's, <laughs> I'm in my yeah. now. It's in the process of being finished. But once we do that, like I have so much memorabilia that I want to get up, you know, it, it's a, yeah. Yeah, so like we talk, I always talk to my brother. Like I'm still young, I definitely have that itch still. Oh yeah, but mm-hmm. like I said, it would be to to convince my wife to get on board. It would have to be like a realistic opportunity at going to the WWE, yeah. or you know, I mean AEW even too. But it just yeah, it'd have to be a comp. Uh, uh, there would have to be a way to make money at this point, right? Um, I was just saying, are you doing some training now? I mean, I know you said you're in the gym, but are you actually getting some little no, bit of ring so time? The, no. The the school MCW they have a school in Baltimore. It's about an hour and a half away from me. Um, I haven't been going up there, but there, once I, you know, if I decide to take that plunge, yeah, that's gotcha. where I'll be at, getting back in ring shape. Okay. So okay. yeah, right now I'm just okay. trying to get back. You know, I lost a lot of size and strength when I had those seizures. I mean, just being in the hospital for those couple days, you know, you lose like 10, 15 pounds in there. And it's all, yeah, it's all muscle. It's, yeah. it's hard to get that back. So my, right now, I'm about, I weigh about 315 right now. I'm trying to get down, I think to about, you know, I look good around 280-ish. So lose about yeah. 35 pounds. Should be good to go. So, <laughs> And I'm sure that's, that's the thing. I'm, I'm oh, like, you got? I mean, if, no, if folks are watching, if folks are watching this when they get it, I'm telling you, he's a big guy. Yeah, you can just tell in the big guns. Yeah, yeah. I mean, family. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> How about your brother? Is he a pretty big guy too? Uh, dude, brother? my brother's big. He's my brother. He's about six two, two twenty, but he's you know he's got abs. I don't have abs. That's the difference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's a he's a bad dude. My brother, let's. I always say he um he's in law enforcement. I wouldn't want to be chased by him. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah. A couple more questions here. One, um, have you ever been able to uh, meet some of the legends uh, that your dad worked with? I mean, since he's passed, I mean, it's been a number of years now. I just want, have you ever been able to? meet and interact with those guys yeah no i've met tons of uh tons of the guys my dad worked with you know i did i wrestled uh the greg the hammer valentine at tag team match you oh know, wow five or six years ago but you know i met um you know, i met bobby the brain you know, before um all of those it's hard to recall the names like jake the snake right, I've done yeah. with him, um sergeant slaughter Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, you know, even Brett the Hitman Hart, you know, who he was just getting in the business. My dad was on his way out, but they were in that the uh, yeah. WrestleMania two battle royal. They were in that together, you know. Wow. So That's uh awesome. yeah. Um and all those guys, they have nothing but kind things to say. Even Ric Flair, you know, my dad was roommates with Ric Flair for a while back in the seventies. Okay. And they had one of their one of my dad's early feuds was with Rick or one of Rick Flair's early feuds was with my dad. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. So it's it, it's cool seeing all that. That's the you know I I see all that and I meet all the I talk to all these guys and it just 
I'm telling you, the wrestling business, it's there's nothing like it. You know, you you want to be yeah. a part of it. You know? Yeah. 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 So, All right. One more question. What are you up to now? We talked a little bit about your uh, starting to get back into it a little bit, but are there anything else you're working on? I know you said you had a landscape business. Yeah, so but... I run a landscaping company. It's called Deer Run Services. This is our fourth year, fifth season. Okay. Um, you know, it's going pretty well. This area in Northern Virginia, you know, right outside of Washington, D.C., it's a, it's a, it's a pretty wealthy area. So we're able to really yeah. edge our way into the market around here. We're doing pretty well. And uh, good. We have a baby on the way. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl yet. I'm hoping for a boy, but uh, Eddie, I, I, just a healthy baby. Is, is You're right, right, yeah, yeah. And um, then, yeah, I just I I run my landscaping business and I go to the gym afterwards and I hang out with my wife. You know, watch a lot of sports. Awesome. Yep. Um, awesome. And I'll play. You know, I play a little Call of Duty now and then too. All right. <laughs> yeah. <that's>, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. stay in touch with your, you know, nowadays that's how you stay close with your friends. You just get you, you hop on the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, gaming. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Sean Minton, aka Sean Stud. Thank you for coming on today. I no, really man, appreciate man. it. Yeah, no, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, brother. I really, oh, you're right. Yeah, I really appreciate it, man. I like I said, I love doing these like. If you want to do it again in the future we can go ahead and do it again oh yeah and i see you on the rise here hopefully uh next year or two we'll see you on either i'll World tell you what if i get back no. into the business if i get back into the ring we'll do a big we'll do a big podcast for it. all right all you right. heard it here we'll, yep. we'll get the we'll get the first notification all right awesome awesome one more time ladies and gentlemen mr sean mitten sir thank you for coming on today my pleasure man my pleasure and folks, if you're listening, thank you. If you're watching, thank you. And if you haven't subscribed, please do so. And we will talk to you soon.